T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Darlene jumping into the play. Couldn't quite get there. Here's Reinhardt down the wing. Backhander to the front of the net. It's stopped by Lukanen. Joe's got his work cut out for him trying to find first moments of the game from yesterday. That's uh, one we'll use, a UPL save. Uh, the moments of the game brought to you by Firth Jewelers. For all the moments in your life, go forth to Firth. 803-0550 to join us. We are getting connected with our fans. And we'll go to Bob in Syracuse next. Bob, you're on WGR. Go right ahead. Hey, guys. I, I kind of disagree with the last caller. Um, and, and you don't. That's not the way you handle zero coverage splits. You don't get sacked seven times. You don't throw bombs. If you look at that uh, San Diego-Miami game, Miami did the same thing. It's no secret. This is what they do. Um, they threw the kitchen sink at Herbert. Herbert doesn't have the best protection in the world. And if you watch some of the plays in that game, what was happening is they were coming in free at Herbert. Herbert was rolling a little bit to his um, his right when he saw the blitz coming. And he kept on hitting Aguilar across the field over and over again on a, on, a, on a screen pass, over and over again. They were getting 10 and 15 yards a clip every time. And I was even amazed because, I'm like, wow, you know, he's just getting bomb-rushed. And boom, he just kept on. And then there's one play that he handled the zero cover plays, and he threw right to the sidelines. The guy was wide open. So you have to – and it's just surprising to me I, I like Dorsey, but, you know, he knew this was coming. I just – I'm a little bit concerned, and I was at the Jet game, and the similar thing happened where the Jets, they played – in the second half, they played cover two. So the middle of the field is wide open, and we kept on trying to press the ball downfield. I just – I would love to see them have mindful design screen passes and underneath routes when this does happen. I just don't see it. So I just want to get your comments. Herbert, I mean, that offense is very different. If you looked at Herbert's passing chart from their playoff game, he never throws it more than 15 yards no, at that's all. A, their, their discussion is why don't they let yeah. Herbert throw the ball downfield more? Yeah, and he did have, you know, 367 against Miami in a different way. 59 pass attempts. I, I went 51. back to look at the 50, 39 out of 51. Yeah. So, you know, I, I watched the first half of that game. They were moving the ball, but I feel like it was not – Chunk plays. It yep. was a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, which, again, was crazily the M.O. of their offense this season. I, I The Bills just, they don't, I mean, they really, how often have they thrown screens to running backs and executed it? If the screens, it's usually, right, bubble screens, it's yep. stuff out wide to wide receivers, which they will tell us that's like a, a run play for them. They, they're they not a really good screen team. But without 
going back and looking at all 22 and watching all of the routes the other day, I mean, I, I would assume there were route, there were players, a player, somebody, they weren't all just running vertical routes. I'm going to guess there was something else available if Josh either saw it or decided to take it rather than just all three guys, all four guys, or empty sets, everybody run downfield. I mean, that just wouldn't make sense against a team that blitzed, what, 40% of the time the other day. Well, there's a lot of ways to get there, and I feel like that's the important point that anybody wants to make. Like, We're just talking about the team. If they want to do 350 yards on screen passes or 350 yards on bombs, I'll just take the 350 and the three touchdowns. <laughs> and here's a good way to illustrate that. So Allen's yards per attempt against Miami was 9.03. You take that That's every yeah. time. That is a great yards per attempt. Yeah. It is his third highest yards per attempt of the season. Wow. It might not be easy to figure out where did he have better yards per attempts in the year. But mm. I'll give you the answers, of course. Number one is Pittsburgh. They oh, had a 98-yard wow. pass yeah, mixed right. in. He had massive plays. 13 yards per attempt that day because he threw 31 passes for 424. They lit up Pittsburgh. That was the... That game was the most big pass plays they had all season in a single game. Okay. That game against Pittsburgh. Now, the other one is interesting and worth mentioning. His second highest yards per attempt. Again, Miami was third this last week. Second highest yards per attempt for Allen was the opener. Rams, yeah. And what was the story of the opener? Well, they did the dunk and then... He was Tom Brady's surgical. Yeah. Dink, dunk, take what it's given you. Efficient passing game and then hit over the top. Right. So, like, there's a lot of ways to get to... The final answer, and I just feel like making that point is key. If you want to do it like you did against the Rams, great. Nine yards per attempt. Mm -hmm. And even if you want to do it against the Dolphins like you just did, nine yards per attempt. I'll raise my hand and say if he gets nine yards per attempt against Cincinnati, maybe without a fumble for a score, <laughs> maybe without two picks, maybe it really might come down to the turnovers. It, 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 it's the same conversation we've had about the, the, the offense all year, which is it's good, but, man, it is sloppy. Yeah. And when it's sloppy, uh, maybe the other things just kind of stick out a little bit more. It's hard. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 803-0550 to join us. We'll uh, continue taking your calls. If you're on hold, hang on. We're talking Bills football with you. We're also going to go to our Western Hotline because Mr. Paul Hamilton is going to join us. Sabres played yesterday. They played tonight. And uh, Paul is brought to you by, wait for it, Equitable Advisors thinking about today planning for tomorrow. And by Relax on the Relax, we got this. Good morning, Mr. Hamilton. Hey. So this whole Monday hockey game thing not going well the last couple of weeks. Does this game remind yesterday's game remind you of the Flyers game at all? Better opponent, but same kind of look from the Sabers. It reminded Don Granado. You know, he said the same thing. He says that's two Mondays in a row now. He goes that they didn't have any emotional energy at all. Uh, he said they lacked energy. He goes and anything you want to talk about from the game from that point on can be related to that. He said they just didn't have it. He thought. Kyle Laposo was the only one that did have it. He was the one to hit the post early uh, after Asplund had set him up. I thought Asplund had a lot of energy, too, in that first period. But, uh, yeah, they just didn't seem to have it. And I don't know. You know, I know they did get in late from uh, Nashville. They practiced not long, maybe 20 minutes on Sunday. And uh, they certainly uh, – it was certainly was a dud for them on Monday, but again, it was from home, and it's, again, now they've lost 14 of 23 games they've played at home this year, and uh, that's a huge problem. Yeah, they have a uh, winning record. Sorry, Paul, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, if you flip that and, and do it the other way, uh, 
you, you know, instead of, uh, you know, winning 14 games, instead of losing 14 games, now, now the whole conversation is hugely different. They, uh, so they have a losing record at home. They have a winning record on the road. They're 12-7. and seven. Why? Do they, what, what happens at home? That's the million-dollar question because they play so well on the road. They had a good game in Nashville after losing, you know, all those games at home, three games in a row at home to Philadelphia, Seattle, and Winnipeg. But all three game teams were hot. But still, I mean, they, they lost those games. A lot of it was not producing on the power play. I mean, you lose by a goal to, to the Seattle Kraken. You basically lose by a goal to Winnipeg. They scored an empty netter. And, and your power play is, is, is dead. You go yeah. uh, one for four against Seattle and 0 for five against Winnipeg. And the power play is, is one of the bigger reasons that they win hockey games because, you know, they are one, they going into this streak. They were one of the better power plays in the NHL and when you know when you can count on your power play coming through for you on a fairly regular basis you, you know you win more hockey games. Tage Thompson season high five game goal scoring drought and boy Paul he is uh he gets into the offensive zone when the puck is on his stick it seems like everybody in the world on the other team is collapsing on him. Um should I be con- I don't know I guess I'm not concerned but what's going on with Tage Thompson do you think it's just Teams are now paying an extreme amount of attention. Yesterday on the power play, you could see, you know, one of the guys instead of the traditional box seemed to be drifting close to Thompson as much as possible on the wall. Yeah, and and he's had that all year. I mean, teams realized he scored thirty eight goals last year, and they realized how red hot he was this year. I think it's just a, you know one of those things that happens to players throughout a season. It's eighty two games. He's not going to be fantastic in all 82 games as much as the fans would like him to be. Uh, you know, he is human, and, and I think he's just going through a little bit of a tough stretch here where the puck's not going in. I mean, he's gotten some good shots off. I, I, I can think of maybe two or three once. He was right in the dead dead center slot uh, in the game yesterday and uh, he let it go and was right at the goaltender, and he made the save. I mean, so some of it is it's not going in for him right now. Um, he made a really bad turnover. I mean, he had Darlene to his right, cocked and ready to go as he came into the middle of the zone, turned it over, and off goes Sam Reinhardt on a two-on-one the other way, which winds up in their net. So, uh, you know, and Alex Tuck said afterwards that his line, including Thompson and Skinner, was awful. He said, we just weren't good at all. And by the third period, Granado just decided to switch it up a little bit. When Tuck did score his goal, he was out there with a poso and Jost. Mr. Hamilton, final thing. We'll look ahead to tonight's game. The Sabres right back at it. They're in Chicago. Uh, And we'll go eye on the blue and gold, see what you're keeping an eye on for or who you're keeping an eye on tonight. Eye on Blue and Gold brought to you by Great Lakes Building Systems. We keep an eye on your business so you don't have to. Great Lakes Building Systems, our business is protecting your business. What are you watching? Well, this is a ro- yeah, this is a road game where they were very good. So you would think this is a, pl- a place where they're probably going to get a win. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks are the worst team in the National Hockey League. Jake McCabe went there because he wanted to leave the worst team in the National <laughs> Hockey League, and uh, hadn't quite worked out for him. So you know, he went home. Chicago was home for him. But other than that, as a matter of fact, in two of the next three games, because they play the Ducks on Saturday, they're playing two of the worst three teams in the league. So. Uh, you know, the, unfortunately, the duck game is at home. You know, we talk about uh, you know the, the home record. 
when there's a big crowd and a big event going on, that's usually when they're at their best. They do. They have had some good home games. They have won nine of them. But uh, with it being Miller night uh, on Thursday, I would anticipate that team will come out flying to sell out crowd. Everybody's going to be crazy because of the Miller uh, ceremony. Yeah. So I would expect a pretty good game from them uh, Thursday. And they could use one facing a team like the New York Islanders, which is a team that they're chasing. All right, Mr. Hamilton, enjoy the game tonight against the Blackhawks. And as always, sir, thank you very much for your time. Hey, Paul mentioned the Ryan Miller night. If you are, if you are going Thursday, if you have tickets, uh, remember a few different things. One, gates open at 4.30. The ceremony starts at 6. The Sabres are advising fans to be in their seats by 5.50. We like that number. Uh, the ceremony starts at 6. The game is scheduled for a 7.30 faceoff, not a 7 o'clock faceoff. A little bit later because of the ceremony. Um, so, yeah, get out there early. It starts at 6. You don't want to miss the ceremony. All right, if you're on hold, hang on. we got more of your calls coming up. We're discussing Josh Allen, the Bills, the deep passing game, whatever's on your mind, Bills, Bengals, as we get ready for Sunday, 803-0550 to join us on WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.